0: aka Patters welcome to the 31 days of dread yeah so we got this like horror theme thing going so like every two movies it's going to be a block and this block is food the last episode drive-through that was fast food this is look you can tell by the title diner blood diner what what can go wrong with this movie well well every year every year we find a movie just like this and, and and what the heck am I talking about let's let's get through that intro and kick it up Alright everyone before we get into something spooky let me sell you something trial by fire it's my comic book available right now on indieGoGo link in the description and I will see you on the printed page that's right let's uh let's kick it let's kick it okay. Welcome back welcome back so a little bit of confusion coming up (laughs) Uh, the way I'm recording this year's uh, 31 days of dread I'm moving forwards and backwards at the same time and I believe there's a couple misnumbering of days and that's only because this movie kind of slipped through the cracks when I was making my file list, not not my master list, but my filing list when I record, uh, edit, and publish the videos. You know, like those are the files that I have everything, um, in like poster artwork, all that stuff, but anyway. So it might be a little confusing coming up, but I just wanted to warn you, but hey, hey, I'm Peter A. DeLuca, AKA the Pop Culture Pope, AKA Roast Beef Sandwich, AKA Yo Boy. So, this is like a very busy month because it's the 31 Days of Dread and it's Inktober. Inktober is available right now on, on uh, Instagram, aka Pad69. And there I'm doing a, a horror movie theme on top of the Inktober prompts. And you might be like, Pete, that's madness. That's too much horror. You're going to make yourself crazy. Uh, yeah, but anyway. <laughs> so, this movie, okay. This movie, directed by Jackie Kong, who got into directing, look, look, I'm going off of Wikipedia here, like, off of her entry, she started directing movies in her, like, mid-twenties, um, you know, and basically did it as a way to, like, kind of, like, showcase herself, and she's only directed, like, five movies, four movies, one of, uh, Night Patrol, I think. Uh, I, I, I heard of that, but uh, she directed this other movie the same year as as Blood Diner called The Underachievers. That title alone just, like, like spikes my curiosity. So, what do I mean by we find one movie like this a year? We kind of find one movie that we're shocked uh, exists, that, that, that we're shocked was made, that, that we're shocked is there, like, in the ether waiting for us. Because this movie... Uh, it's tough it's it's a tough movie to watch that doesn't make it fun cuz it's definitely like a crowd movie um you know like rocky horror picture show type of experience because it's so ridiculous the visuals are nuts the acting is just not there visually it's blah the special effects are such and such you know like but at the same time though it does kind of showcase talent you know like uh, she might might have been 30 31 when uh, Jackie Kong directed this but it does showcase talent but at the same time it's like you know it's it's the same example in other industries which is like you have to you have to be good somewhat early and then you have to hope for luck and you have to be a professional the entire time and like, that's the formula. And I don't know, like, I don't know what the break is between like her continuing, you know, like the, cause you always think about the filmmakers and films like this. But you're, you kind of say to yourself, like, when, when was the break? When, when did you give up? When, when did you figure out that you, like, you could get a film made, but you couldn't make a film? when does this happen, and what happens to you after, and this is really, uh, it's so, it's always interesting, because, you know, like, she could have ended up doing other things, and she could have been, like, great at those things, and a lot of times, like, you hear that people had, they have uh, multiple careers, and and all that stuff, and this was a lot less common in the 80s, and in the 80s, there was still nuclear family nuclear co- career you, you got one job one career and you drove it into the ground now we're in like a gig based economy for a lot of these you know uh, millennials, millennials uh, th- this is something that boomers kind of don't understand <laughs> but no no so the plot of this movie it's it's oh my god it's it's a little tough they have to do a ritual to raise a um like a, a demon queen and they have to sacrifice a virgin for the demon queen and the um the ritual is it's a little bit like serpentor from gi joe they have to collect body parts and put the demon queen together and there's a concert at the end there's also a wrestling match in the middle <laughs> sorry i just i i have to laugh and like the demon queen comes back and she explodes and dies because uh there's no virgin sacrifice by the time they get these body parts together to raise the demon queen. Now along the way, this movie is serious but it's not. It's funny, but it's not. Like it, you know, like it's it doesn't know what it wants to be, it doesn't know how far into the paint it wants to go to when it comes to comedy. The horror is fine. The, you know, like the special effects are, are fine. They they would work if we had these other elements. But the movie itself, it's just it feels too big for what the resources were. I mean, this movie literally does throw a hardball and it just doesn't quite land. And the positioning. I mean, there's so much uh, Nazi imagery in this movie. Or and and yeah, like Nazis were big as villains in the eighties. You know, even going to Dark Knight Returns. And um, what was it the the Twilight Zone movie? No, was it Twilight? No, no, uh, American Werewolf in London. <laughs> you know, like they loved the Nazis and villains. In, like in the eighties. So. What do we do? Like, what's the takeaway from a movie like Blood Diner, nineteen eighty-seven, directed directed by uh, Jackie Jackie Kong? Look, the takeaway is simple. This is just a fun movie. This movie's a brain dump. This movie uh isn't meant to thrill, isn't meant to educate. I'm not sure what the idea of the movie is and what what the intent is. This movie is to be viewed for exactly what it is, and it's just it's just a movie no big deal moving on let's have a good time while watching it if that's something that doesn't appeal to you and you need a clear path you need like a linear storyline or um you don't have the education now like by that i mean the education of watching a movie like this and and i will explain you have to see a lot of movies like this to know how to let go like, how to release yourself and just kind of, like, take it in and, and to, like, have a good time. Now, I think that type of positioning has completely destroyed modern review. Like, a modern criticism of movies because everything is taken too seriously. And we just, we're we're not sure what we're supposed to have fun with. We're not sure how we're supposed to have a brain dump. We forget the intent of movies. Um, you know, I always go to Fast and Furious, Mission Impossible, Transformer, even even uh, Bloodshot, the the new Vin Diesel movie, like these movies are they have an intent and they execute the intents very well, you know. And the movies themselves also have a, a, like a big idea behind them. So, but all of a sudden we go crazy with plot points, we go crazy with melodrama, we go crazy with characterization. These are all platitudes that do nothing when it comes to the uh, reviewer. But when it comes to horror, we we need attempts like this. Because horror is the future of cinema. Horror is the only thing working in cinema right now. Even though this is 80s horror, this movie still led to other ideas, other attempts. And also, somewhat of a bare subgenre when it comes to horror. Which is restaurant and fast food horror. It's amazing that it, it, there hasn't been more. And I was very upset because... I really didn't want to do this episode because I don't feel like there's enough meat on the bone, pun intended, to discuss. But I couldn't find anything else and I wanted to do a restaurant block because I love food. I said I love food, okay? (laughs) But yeah, so everyone, check this movie out. Um, I caught it on Amazon Prime. Now, I think it's unavailable because it disappeared from my watch list. And that's very annoying. I wish there was some type of like um, like recycling bin or something I could go to to see these movies that are retired when they come off of streaming. I think every streaming service should have that little feature. But it's out there. I think the DVDs are a little, a little, little bit high. And by high, I mean like anything over than $10 of a movie made in the mid 80s is high to me. You can find a way to watch this movie. Go check it out, and just, just remember, have a good time, have a good time, and, and do a brain dump. But everyone, for the 31 Days of Dread, this is Peter A. Dulica. Our next block is the Invisible Mod, okay? If you like things being invisible, we have two movies coming up for you. Both of them are fantastic. Two of my favorites, let's go. Quick announcement quick announcement so this episode is dedicated to my father R.I.P. Tony DeLuca Tony Ironfeet we love you and we miss you every single day